the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called being imitators of Christ. One of the things that we're told in the Bible to do is to keep our eyes on Jesus, the one who is the author and finisher of our faith. One of the reasons why is because that's how we'll learn what we should be like and what we should do. Jesus will show us clearly and completely how a child of God is supposed to live. It's through watching Jesus that we can learn all the things that matter to our Father so that we can represent Him properly like we are all supposed to do. That's why being imitators of Christ is what we should always do. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called being imitators of Christ. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. John chapter 17, end of the review. Let's get ready to dive into today's stuff for me and you. John chapter 17. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. John chapter 17, we get a chance to listen to the real Lord's prayer. I said the real Lord's prayer. The other one was the disciples' prayer because the disciples asked him to teach us how to pray, and so he taught them how to pray. That wasn't his prayer. That was he told them what to say. This is when he prayed. We get a chance to see him pray here intimate with the father he said in verse one these words spake jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said father the hour is come glorify thy son that thy son may glorify thee as thou hast given him power over all flesh that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him and this is life eternal this right here right here this is life eternal that they might know thee the only true God and Jesus whom thou hast sent. Notice, we found out that Jesus came to be able to show us the Father so that we can have life eternal. Life that starts and never ends. That's just like the one he wants us to have, which is God's kind of life. That's what God wants for us. He wants us to live the God kind of life. Not living the world's kind of life, living the God kind of life. Not living the world's life, but living God's kind of life, which is far, far better than anything that the world could ever offer. Yes, it is. But we found out in order for him to do that, in review, we found out that he did two things for us. He, number one, showed us his word, the father's word. And number two, he showed us the father's character. We found out he said name. He showed us the word and his name. He said, I kept him in your word and I kept him in your name. Why? Because so that they would be able to be able to remain in this this world where you wouldn't have to take them out of the world. But you would keep them through that word because that word is truth. Hallelujah. And, of course, truth sets us free and allows us to be able to live this thing out like it ought to be. We found out the word tells us what God says about things, what he thinks about things, so we can know what he says and thinks about things, so we can match our thinking to what he thinks, too. So that we could ultimately be one with the Father, just like he and Jesus was one with the Father. 
fact, that's what we started working on last week, is that we get a chance to be able to imitate Christ through our oneness with the Father. That our oneness is with the Father is going to allow us to be able to imitate Christ like we're supposed to. Because we've got to find out what he thinks about things so that we can make sure we think the same thing too. That's why Jesus kept us in his word and kept us in his character, his name. The word name is the Greek word unima, which means character and authority. So character is what he kept us in too. The way God is all the time is the way he wants us to learn to be all the time too. So that we could be one with him. And his reason, he said, is so that the world may know that, I re- that God really sent me and he sent you too. See, the thing that's going to show the world that we really are of God is our oneness with God. Jesus began to show us the level of oneness that he had with the Father by saying, I don't say anything other than what the Father says, and I don't do anything other than what I see my Father do. Well, that's God's intention for me and you, because remember, he told us to be imitators of him, which means we ought to get to the point. Somebody say, get to the point. That means you might not be there right now, but you're supposed to get to the point. Somebody say, get to the point. That we are saying the same thing that the Father says. Up to including the point that Jesus said, I don't say nothing other than what my father say, and I don't do anything other than what I see my father to do. You can do this. Now, see, a lot of people hear this, and they be like, oh, see, oh, see, come on, man. Can't nobody do that, man. You, yeah. If God said do it, it's because you can do it. One thing I love about God, he not only guides, he provides, which means he don't only tell you to do something, he empowers you to do what it is he said to He don't just lead you into something and leave you hanging and leave it up to you. He said, no, I'm going to be right there with you to be able to give you the necessary power to accomplish what I have in store for you. In fact, let's look at how he do that. Turn to 2 Peter chapter 1, please. My God, this is about to get good right here, right here, right here. 2 Peter chapter 1. Hey, man, I think I might sit down and listen to myself on this one. Praise God. (laughs) Hallelujah. Because I already know it ain't me talking. Hallelujah. I know somebody much more powerful than me is sharing this one with thee. Second Peter chapter 1. Jesus came to be able to show us who the Father was so we could learn about the Father. Because as we learn about the Father, we get a chance to be able to uh, re- step into this eternal life that he has in store for me and you. And as we learn more and more about who God our Father is, we simultaneously are given the opportunity to be more and more in oneness with him too. As we learn more and more about who God is, speaking of our Father, we simultaneously are given the opportunity to be able to be more and more in oneness with him too. Because more I learn about him, more I can be one with him. The more I learn about him, the more I can be one with him. See, our being more and more in oneness with him means that we'll be more and more like him. We'll be more and more like him. We'll act like he does. Mm-hmm. We'll walk like he does. Mm-hmm. We'll talk like he does. Why? Because we learn how he does by learning more and more about him. And the more and more in oneness we are with him, then the more and more we'll display the character of him too. That's what God wants to do. He said in his word that the eyes of the Lord run to and fro, looking for somebody on this earth that he can show himself strong on their behalf. God wants to use us as a billboard of his excellence, a demonstration of his dynamic power, that we can be able to live this thing out in front of everybody each and every hour so that they can be able to see what it's like to have God with them because they got God in you. God's in you, and you with them, so they'll be able to see what it's like. We'll get a chance to display his character. It won't be something that we try to do. That's what a lot of people do. I'm, Pastor, I'm going to try to do this thing. I'm going to try to do this thing. No, this ain't something that you're going to try to do, but it's something that we're just going to do. Something that we're just going to do. And the reason why, it won't be something that we're going to have to try to do, but we're going to actually do, is because it's just going to be who we are. 
It's just going to be who we are. It'll be our character to be able to walk this way, which means it ain't no difficulty to be able to walk this way. It'll be our nature to walk this way to the point that that's just your nature. You know, dogs bark, not because nobody taught them. Cats meow, not because nobody taught them. Frogs jump, not because nobody taught them. There ain't no frog classes over on the lily pad on the side saying, we're going to teach you how to jump. Praise God, pretty, pretty. Come on, come on. Put your legs up under you now. You know, just, 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 just exercise those muscles and just jump, okay? And they're like, oh, my God, I ain't never going to be able to do this. Yes, you can, yes, you can. No, see, no, you don't have to be like that. Because they do it just because that's what they created to do. Well, you were recreated in the image and likeness of God. Which means you have the ability to be able to live this thing out just like he did when he walked the face of this earth too. Are you listening to me up in here? And ain't going to be nothing that you're going to try. Oh, I'm going to try to be holy. I'm going to try to be right. No, no, you can just do it because it's your nature. Dogs bark because that's their nature. Cats, cats meow because that's their nature. Frogs leap because that's their nature. And you're going to be holy and live godly just because that's your nature. Are you listening to me up in here? See, we're, God, we're children of God. And because we're children of God, we've been given an awesome, I said awesome privilege to display the same character as our father did. The same way Jesus did when he walked the face of the earth. Where we can conduct ourselves like we really are his kids. The people say, yep, that, them, that's a child of God, all right. Not like, you sure? Because we're children of God, we've been given an awesome privilege to have the same nature that the father has. So that we can conduct ourselves like we really are his. I said by the same nature. Because once we become children of God, the key to this awesome privilege of being one with the Father and the ability to conduct ourselves like he does comes through our learning about him. As we learn more and more about him, we'll be more and more like him, potentially. And as we learn more and more about who our Father is, two awesome things can happen. I said two awesome things can happen. Number one is we simultaneously learn who we are. We simultaneously learn who we are because we're children of him. We're just like him. A little lower than him, but we just like him. Praise God. And number two, we'll simultaneously become partakers of his nature. We'll be partakers of his nature. Let's read the scripture. Second Peter chapter two, verse one. Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith. Notice they have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. He makes an awesome statement. He says, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ our Lord. Which means as we increase in the knowledge of God, grace and peace can be multiplied unto you. I like this. I like this. I'm telling you, I like this so much. Notice the first one he got on the list is grace. Praise God. I say grace. Notice that's the first one on the list. Praise God. Remember the Bible tells us in John chapter one, it says when Jesus Christ showed up, he came full of grace and truth. Grace and truth. Okay. The grace that he came with had multiple purposes to it. That's why it's, multi, it's, it's, it's manifold grace. It has multiple purpose to it. A lot of us want to go straight to the unmerited favor. Praise God. And that's true too. Praise God. But right now he's talking to the believer. Praise God. So there's something else that he's talking about too. To the one that needs to be born again, that's all you need is unmerited favor. That's all you need to start off with. Praise God. Because you, you don't have no right to anything that God has. He has to extend what he has to you in favor. Praise God, because he has favor for you. Praise God. But for those that are boned again, ha, 
Anybody in here boned again? Ha. Well, for those of us who are boned again, ha. it means more than that. One of the multiplied meanings of the word grace in our life is the opportunity to have extended into our lives God's operational power. What have extended into our life God's operational power. Power, which means the same power that Jesus used when he walked on this first of the earth and operated in is the same power that he'll extend to the midst of your life to be able to allow you the ability to operate in his operational power. Oh, see, that's oh, see, oh, see, oh, see, that's good news. Ask me why. Because all that stuff you previously couldn't do, once you get boned again, God will give you the power to do. All that stuff that I couldn't ever do, accomplish before, once you get boned again, God will put it up in you so you can be able to do it like you did before. Before you couldn't put down that blunt, now you can put down that blunt. Before you couldn't keep your hands off that person, but now you can keep your hands off that person. Before you couldn't stop drinking, you couldn't stop sneaking, lining it up. You couldn't stop it, but now you have God's grace. His operational power to be able to stop now. And, and, and it can be multiplied in the middle of your life. Woo! In such a way where you got more than enough to be able to handle that little stuff that you used to get involved in. More than enough to be able to be caught up in the stuff that you used to be caught up in. Now you can break free into that life that God has in store for thee. You can got the power to put it down and turn around and walk away with a smile and not a frown. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Good God Almighty, this is good to me. This might not be good to none of y'all. Because now that I'm a Christian, now that I'm a Christian, then I can be able to walk this life in absolute victory all the days of my life, and I don't have to get caught up in all that stuff I used to get caught up in before. Because grace and peace can multiply in my life. Notice what comes right after the grace. Peace. That state of existence where there's no agitating passions. Peace where there's no disturbances going on. Come on, can I bring your hood? No la la tra la ti da and all this old na na stuff going on in the middle of your life. You ain't got to be bothered with all that no more. Everybody say bye bye, bye bye. I'm a, you know, we ain't got to be building with all that mess no more. Come on up in here. But notice how all this happens through the knowledge of God. Through the knowledge of of God. That's why Satan wants to fill up the churches with preachers that just sang to you. Don't get mad at me while I teach up in here. Hum at you. Mm-hmm. I know what God did today. Mm-hmm. I know what God has to say. Mm-hmm. I know what I want to do. What is that? I want to in this sermon so I can go home and do what I want to do. That's why we got our little 15-minute messages. Don't get mad while I teach real good. Trust me, you ain't going to ever have to worry about that up in here. Praise God. Why? Because you need to increase in. You have to preach in. That's why we have you turn to your own Bible and take a look. Because I want you to increase in the knowledge yourself. Because I know what's going to happen when you do. That's why I even put it on the screens for the hard-headed folk won't turn. Praise God. Hallelujah. And for, and for the ones that can't turn there fast enough. Praise God. I'm here. It's, <laughs> hallelujah. Because I want you to see this for yourself. So that you can know what God says and increase in the knowledge of God. 
Is anybody hear me up in here? Hallelujah. He said grace and peace is multiplied through the knowledge of God. Now that word knowledge in the Greek is the word epignosis. Epignosis. This, is, this ain't just gnosis. This is epignosis. It's like that word epic, which means big, fast, huge, like, oh, that kind of, that's, that's epic, like, you know, of epic proportion. Wow. It's like, dang. It's, that, that's all epic. Those are signs of epicness. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> but see, God wants to give you not just knowledge, like, amen, it's knowledge of God. He wants you to get epignosis of God. Real big knowledge of God. Especially when you got a real big God. He want to give you real big knowledge of God. In fact, this is what it actually translates. It translates recognition. God wants you to get recognition of God. See, recognition is different than just seeing. Recognition is different than just seeing. See, seeing allows you to see that something's there. Recognition allows you to know what's there. Seeing allows you to know that something's there. But recognition calls you to know what's there. God said, I want you to see me and recognize me. I want you to not just know that I am. I want you to know who I am, what I think, what am I about, how I conduct myself, how I don't conduct myself. I need you to know this thing. Why? Because simultaneously while you're learning who he is, you're learning who you are. So that you can be able to find out who you are at the exact same too. Because that's the problem in the body of Christ. Most saints don't know who they are. That's why they're trying to be like a world. That's why they're putting on TV to try to find out who they want to be rather than looking at scriptures and find out that God made thee like he. Is anybody hearing me up in here? It implies exact and precise knowledge. That word epignosis implies exact and precise knowledge. See, God gives us exact and precise knowledge so that we can know exactly and precisely what's there exactly and precisely who he is exactly and precisely how to conduct ourselves as he is so that we can be sober and vigilant like God told us to be come on now you know first Peter chapter five hallelujah don't turn there praise God I know your fingers wanted to go there just just for sake of, uh, of remembering how to do it praise God Praise God. Remember when he told you to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that he might exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him because he careth for you. But he told you how to do it. Be sober, be vigilant. Why? Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Whom He's talking about you. Whom resists steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren in the world. But the God of all grace who called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus after that year suffered a while may make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. And the church of the living God says, amen. And we don't just say it because it's a cute little saying. We say it because we know what it means. The word amen means, which means the way he said it is the way it's supposed to be. And that's the way we're going to be. Praise God. But we got to be sober and vigilant. Sober means alert and awake. Come on. Wake up, church. Alert and awake. And vigilant means that we are the selective and discreet, which means we pay attention to what we say, pay attention to what we do. And God said, I also want you to pay attention to who I'm telling you I am. Because if there's exact, precise knowledge, then there can be dull knowledge that's not exact. And there can be imprecise knowledge, which is kind of incorrect. Are you listening to me up in here? God wants us to have exact and precise knowledge about who he is. 
Literally, it means fuller knowledge. I said fuller knowledge. I got some knowledge already. He wants fuller knowledge. I got knowledge already. I want, I want fuller. I was telling the earlier service, I had taken my wife, Reverend Baby, praise God, I took her out to lunch the, uh, last week, praise God, not just once, you know, multiple times, I'm just talking about this one time, praise God, I took her out to lunch. We only do one lunch a day, praise God, hallelujah, we took her out to lunch. And, and I had some, 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 some iced, no, I didn't have iced, I had lemonade sitting right there, praise God, I had lemonade sitting right there. And it had lemonade in the glass, praise God, in fact, it was half full, half empty, depends on how you look at it, praise God. And, 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 then, uh, and then the waiter walked around and said, would you like me to fill that up for you? I said, sure. And he filled it all the way up to the brim. And I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. Why? Because this was more than before. See, this afforded me the opportunity to be able to drink more, enjoy more, refresh myself some more. I could be able to eat some more stuff and then drink some more stuff and wash it down. Praise God. Boop, and be able to move on and do what it is that I do. Are you listening to me up in here? Because it was more. And God said, I want you to have more knowledge of who I am. I want to fill you to the brim with the knowledge of who I am. Fill you to the brim of the knowledge of who. Let me read it out of the Amplified. I ain't getting you. I ain't, I, it's like I'm disconnecting or something. Let me read it out of the Amplified version. Maybe they help you. And so we can amplify this thing for me and you. Amplified puts it this way. It says, may grace, which is God's favor, and peace, which is perfect well-being, all necessary good, all spiritual prosperity, and freedom from fears and agitating passions and moral conflicts, be multiplied to you in the full, personal, precise, and correct knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ our Lord. Oh, my God, I like that. I'm going to read that one again. This, this one's for me. That one was for you. This one's for me. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing that one of the things that God wants all of us to do is to be imitators of Him in all that we do. I hope that you're not only seeing that that's what he wants us to do, but that you're inspired to do what God wants us to do. That is, to become the imitators of God that he wants every one of us to be and do, including me and you. We should do everything we can do to learn how to become more like the God who loves and who saved me and you. That's what I'm going to do. I hope you do the same thing too. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's Erico 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon. Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after sofa. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. We also invite all the single, unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our G to B. That's our glorified to be uniquely his singles fellowship this evening. It's a monthly single seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio for the single saints here in San Antonio. It's a monthly single seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half a pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the single saints that's done on the fourth Friday of every month. 
where all the single unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas of all ages come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help them to live successfully in their singleness. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Neither I, the IB Transportation Service is available for this too. So come on through and bring a few single saints with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Don't forget, saints, make sure to turn church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. There's no substitute for being in church, fellowshipping with other believers, and worshiping God in the house of God. I believe every born-again believer should say what the psalmist said when he said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And to all of you been a blessing to us by sending words of encouragement by letter or email to us, sharing with us that you've been blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say to all of you, thank you. And to all of you been so kind, to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, we want to say to all of you from the bottom of our heart, thank you. You've been a blessing to us in ways that we never asked or expected. But one thing we do expect is the blessing that's coming your way. The Bible says God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he so reap. Well, since all of you've been such a tremendous blessing to us, writing words of encouragement to us, praying for us, and even sending financial support to us, we know God's not going to be mocked concerning you. God's going to do for each and every one of you exactly what he said in his word that he would do. That is, he's going to make sure you reap what you sow. So, we thank God in advance for all the different blessings that we know are coming your way because of your being the blessing that you've been to all of us in each and every way. May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do. That is, be a blessing to a blessed people like you. So once again, thank you for being a blessing. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.